My name is Scott Chaloner and you are listening to the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. As regular listeners of our programme will know very well, part of our mission here at the Leaders' Council is to bring you a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. And to this end, we're joined on today's programme by Scott Brown, founder and managing director of Harriet Brown In-House Legal Recruitment, a market leader in recruiting legal professionals in the in-house legal market. Uh, Scott, very warm welcome to yourself and uh, thanks for joining us on the show. It's a real pleasure having you with us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Fantastic, Scott, and uh, thanks, of course, for taking the time to uh, to join us on the uh, the show. Um, obviously, for those listeners that might not be familiar with you in the business, um, I've only given kind of a brief outline of what it is that you do. But in your own words, what is it that Harriet Brown in-house legal recruitment really specialises in? I imagine some of it is in the name, but I bet it goes um, just a little bit deeper than that. Yeah, well, yeah, it does. It does what it says on the tin, as the uh, as as the old saying goes. But um, no, we I, I founded the business in in 2016, and we specialise in recruiting lawyers in in house. So what that means is the majority of us that are probably looking for legal advice um, at any one time in our life, whether in business or in our personal life, and um, most lawyers that we know will probably work in in a law firm. And um, we recruit lawyers into corporates and. Um, um, public sector um, and financial financial services institutions to work within their in-house legal teams. So lawyers, compliance professionals and company secretarial support, which um, often sit within the legal market. So in, in a nutshell, that's, uh, that's our focus. Yeah, and you previously worked as a sort of corporate lawyer yourself, haven't you, Scott? And you've kind of moved into sort of the recruitment side of things there then. Um, How was it that you sort of came to kind of make that transition, if you will? What was the sort of story behind that? Yeah, well, um, I... I worked as a I worked as a corporate lawyer. I qualified um, qualified in two thousand and eight. Going back going back quite some time, um, and I worked in went to uni in Edinburgh. And got the way that you qualify as a lawyer, you, you you do a training contract for two years in a firm, and then qualify and specialise in an area. And um, I, I specialised after that two years in in corporate law and worked for a. For a couple of years in in a in a large international firm in Edinburgh, I think during the whole time during during the training contract and then then working post qualification, I never really felt at home. Um, felt that it was my my calling. Um, knew that knew that I was I was always I was always looking like the grass was always greener in other professions. Um, but sort of it, it's a vocational degree that you that you sit and then part of me was feeling that well. I've committed this time. Then you want you want to see it through and, and become a lawyer. And I, I enjoyed parts of the job, but I couldn't. I couldn't quite see myself building a career in that space. And after a couple of years, I actually moved to Australia um, and worked again as a lawyer in um, in Sydney in, a, in another large firm. And, and that was really the the, the point where I, I was looking around thinking I'm, I'm living in a place that I've always wanted to live somewhere um, living in the sunshine and um, should really be enjoying um, what I'm doing in my, my day-to-day going going to work a lot more and just didn't have that level of fulfillment in working as a lawyer and um, so it was always as I said was always looking at what was what was next and sort of um, after a lot of looking at my um, Looking at what made me tick, what gave me energy, yeah. and really wanted to focus on a on a role more in sales and um, focused on business development, which is how I um, fell into recruitment. 
um, and worked for a large um, legal recruitment specialist when I when I moved to London and then moved on and set up set up uh, Harriet Brown after a short period of time. Yeah, and obviously when you came to sort of building your own business and attempting to sort of scale it up, um, what were some of the early challenges that you encountered that you feel any entrepreneur that's looking to kind of go on that same journey should be aware of from the outset? Mm. Um, I think the challenges the challenges are, are are still are still there in terms of scaling. What uh, it would be a service business for. Um, Specialised in the area. we focus in, so we're a team of we're a team of twelve and, and growing, and have had good growth over the last couple of years. But um, it's it's getting that balance right in terms of the, the the people that we hire. We want everyone to be um, bought into our values, which centre around like fulfilment for for lawyers. So we want our candidates, our clients, um, and the people that work at Harriet Brown to feel um, fulfilled and contented in the job that they're doing. Um, so it's really getting the hiring the right people in in our business, and that's what um, that's what makes it work. And for me, it was it was a it's been an organic growth. So the first couple of years was with myself plus a couple of other people, um, but but it's only over the last um, the, the last few years. Um, COVID was a bit of a blessing in disguise, really, that's mm. um, allowed us to allowed us to kick on um, and and looking to grow over the next over the coming years as well. Yeah, and just thinking about COVID, I mean, um, in, in terms of some of the challenges, I mean, you say it was a blessing in disguise. So um, what kind of um, made that kind of pivoting process successful for you and enabled the uh, the firm to kick on? What sort of successes did you see during that time? Hmm. It was an odd It was an odd time in, in recruitment. It was a bit counter, it was very, as, as it turned out, it was counter to how I think I had anticipated it, maybe maybe naively, but thinking back to, to March, um, 2020 everything was at the start of March 2020 everything was um, was trucking along quite nicely and then that um, national lockdown hit and fur- the furlough scheme came in so we've seen a lot of our competitors like furlough staff very very quickly and um, so a lot there wasn't much recruitment activity and recruiters that were in the market talking to people in quite uncertain times so and um, we made the decision not to furlough staff and really to double down on and um, building relationships at that time, thinking that well, it's going to the, the storm's going to pass at some point and hopefully we come out of that um, in a in a much better position and we've been there when people have been in challenging times and um, been supporting people when there's probably not much in it for us as recruiters um, and and quickly we found that after after six months or so it, it, the market got back to got back to normal um, and then going into 2021 and, and till till now in 2022 it's been um it's been a crazy time in recruitment there's been so much so much activity so uh that really it, it really has sort of been a great a great platform for us because everything's been easier and in, in everything was easier in that time. So your marketing channels, every, everyone went online, everyone was at home mm. and being able to, uh, been able to engage with people a lot easier than it, than it had been having to meet people in person, having to um, go, go to client offices for, for visits or, or meeting candidates in, in person. Um, that became a lot, uh, there was a lot less friction in, in doing that when everything went online. So, um, but yeah, really, that was the, the thing that spurred us on. Mm, yeah, definitely. And it sounds as if you kind of consolidated your resources during that time and almost been prepared to capitalise on the recovery when it's come round rather than sort of take the approach that maybe some businesses took of just sort of waiting for the storm to pass and then 
finding out that maybe some of their competitors were actually ahead of the curve because you know mm. they've been working away during the uh, the lockdown and getting ready for when that recovery inevitably came. Yeah, absolutely, and um, we're we're very fortunate. We've got some great clients, like, and we're spread across. So we're spread across sectors. So we're not. Although we're, we're recruiting lawyers and compliance people, so focused on the risk um, in, in element of these of these companies, um, where we're working across um, all all sectors, so from tech to to um, heavy industries to the financial services. So all of all of those were affected differently, but um, there hasn't been a there hasn't been touch with um, a, a lack of need for for lawyers um, and. Also during that time, we've been been really fortunate that we were again able to capitalise on people that were unfortunately let go from companies and been able to hire really good people into into Harriet Brown as well at that, at that point in time. So, so yeah, overall been um, been good, but you never know what's around the corner. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. And uh, something else that sort of come out of COVID as well, which I think sort of ties into sort of your business philosophy uh, that you've already talked about, is this idea of mm-hmm. making sure that everybody is fulfilled in the role that they're doing. And we're seeing out there at the moment that it's a, such a difficult recruitment environment right now, isn't it? Because people are mm. far more aware of work-life balance. They're looking more into prospective employers and what their sort of CSR policies are, how they sort of uh, facilitate sort of flexible work working and enable that work-life balance and if you're not moving with the times as a business and sort of being conscious of this um you are not just going to struggle retaining stuff but you're also going to struggle sort of tapping into what is essentially a shrinking talent pool that's out there at the moment mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's a really good point it's, it's a challenge facing um facing everyone as, as included as a, as a recruitment business and i think um yeah, work-life balance, and I think people's expectations or um, what, what motivates everyone has um, has shifted slightly. Um, and yeah, we're really seeing um, companies um, facing facing those challenges every day. And how to a lot of the a lot of the questions we were asked are not not fully focused on how do we retain staff. How sorry, how do we attract staff? It's how do we retain what we have because. Everyone knows how difficult it is to to replace someone once they're once they're out the door. So, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough times. Yeah, absolutely right. And um, obviously, thinking about the uh, the future moving forward as well for sort of Harriet Brown in what is sort of a little bit of a tricky environment, not just in recruitment but also in business at the moment as well. With you know market volatility, uncertainty over inflationary pressures, the cost of living um, in the immediate term. Sort of, what are some of your sort of key priorities going to be in sort of working with your clients over the uh, the next few months? Do you feel? So we're always looking like at reviewing what our what our plan is for in six months and three year in- increments. And I think our, our, our three year constant is um looking at new markets that we can that we can grow into, perhaps expanding internationally. Our our business is currently um quite UK centric. Um and and really in terms of it's what I've learned over the last the last few years is like acquiring and, and as we've grown, acquiring new Customers is uh, is one thing, and it's, it's something to get excited about. However, like retaining those retaining existing customers and having repeat repeat business with with customers are is is so much easier to do, it, and it's like the the hallmark of a of a good business. And and having that repeat custom has been something that we've that we've really built on, and then are looking to do so um, to as as our platform for expanding. So focusing on those key relationships and key accounts that have. Um, stuck with us over the last couple of years as well, 
um, in, in terms of staff growth and and areas that the business will grow into. Um, I, I've been, I, I think I'm naturally we're we're, optim, we're opportunistic as a as a business, so we're always looking to talk to and engage with good recruiters or people that want to move into uh, into the recruitment space or, or lawyers potentially like myself who have decided that they've had enough of, of working in the in the profession um as a as a lawyer. So um we've got a couple of markets that we're looking at looking at growing into but keeping it organic, again not not looking um at um hyper growth. It, it really is important that we've got the fundamentals right of the people that are coming in that that, that work well with us and, and and add to our um, add to our brand and add to our, our business as well. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, scale up is certainly a challenge. I mean, it is difficult psychologically sometimes for entrepreneurs who founded businesses to kind of stake, take steps back into the more strategic role. But it's expanding your team, it's building your team, making sure you add the right people and sort of making sure that you sort of scale up in a sustainable way, isn't it? Because it is easy, isn't it, to sort of succumb to that hyper growth as you've talked about. And essentially, it can sort of run away from you a little bit and you find yourself then having to turn down work and rein in a little bit. And that's sort of mm-hmm. a situation that ultimately sort of you don't want to be when you're growing a business no and i would i i i wouldn't like to i i think i wouldn't like to be playing um being in control and 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 like i don't know making someone quit a role that they're in at the moment to come and join something that that i'm I'm not 100 percent sure is is gonna is gonna work out um i don't think i could i don't i think i'm conscious enough that I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't ever make that decision to grow where there's not the right foundations to, to grow upon. So I think in the um in the short to medium term that's perhaps it, it prohibits prohibits us growing at um such a fast pace. But again it is it, it's worked out so far so you have to stay true to those um to those values at times as well. Um and yeah you touched on you touched on sort of um focusing on the strategic element of the business and stepping away from the operational stuff that is that is a challenge that i face um over the years it's it's uh it's, it's very difficult to remove yourself from that where again it's it's people it's a people focused business recruitment um it, it, where you've built that up it's, it's very difficult to let go and ex- clients even coming to coming to myself um, and to others within within the company it's, it's quite hard to pass those relationships over um, but to do it in a way that's uh, that, that works out on both sides so um, yeah, those, are, those are ongoing ongoing challenges but, um, but good challenges to have nonetheless yeah they certainly are the uh, the right challenges to have and uh, for anybody as well tuning into this particular podcast uh, for whom what we've talked about today resonates with you perhaps you are an entrepreneur that's sort of run into this um, issue yourself over the years you can come and share your perspective and add to the conversation of course uh, by applying to be on our program via leaderscouncil.co.uk forward slash apply and also that goes if you do have any other topical matter or issue that you also wish to bring to the discussion table as well um, obviously Scott's business Harriet Brown um, if you did want to find out a little bit more about uh, the uh, the company in the work that it does um harrietbrown.com i believe scott would be the uh, the right port of call wouldn't it that's right that's right i'll reach out on on linkedin so it's easy enough to find and always on always on linkedin absolutely right and um, also as well just for those who um, do like tuning into um, our podcast here at the leaders council um scott i do believe you also have one of your own don't you as well yeah, we do. Um, so lessons I learned in law, it's a, it's a bit of a, a lockdown um, 
side hustle that that we started, but um, really focused on fulfilment. So it's guests from across the legal profession um, join me on that and share three lessons that they've learned from the um, from their, their from their career in law. So, but very applicable across across all disciplines as well. So please please check that out. Yeah, certainly. So I would recommend that absolutely. And uh, because this, it's quite funny, really, because um, the Leaders' Council podcast did start off um, in a very similar sense. It was uh, to try and obviously uh, kind of chart the real pitfalls and challenges that British industry was facing as we sought to chart a course through the uh, the early stages of the COVID-19 pandemic. And of course, we've developed that over the, uh, the last couple of years to really address some of the real topical matters and issues of the day as the situation develops, but also delve more into individuals, their journeys, into leadership starting their own business and also sharing some pearls of wisdom for that next generation that might have their own big idea but maybe aren't quite sure about how to go about implementing it so um scott thank you for taking the time of course to come onto the program and share some of the details behind your journey with us and by all means uh, do take care and i would love to catch up and uh, sort of have you back on the show in the future as we start to see just how Harriet Brown is scaling up and hopefully like i say there'll be some real positive uh, stories to share about that in the uh, the months to come Hope so. Fingers crossed. Thanks for having me. Good to get to chat. It has been good to chat, certainly, and I hope that everybody tuning into the programme today thoroughly enjoyed hearing from Scott Brown, founder and MD of Harriet Brown in-house legal recruitment. And um, I've been your host, as usual, Scott Challoner, on today's episode of the Leaders' Council podcast, and we're back next time with a whole new perspective on leadership and current affairs. But until then, take care all and goodbye. Until next time.